Breaking news from The Athletic. This is Tim McMaster with Matt Gelbar, Phillies writer at The Athletic. D.D. Gregorius has signed a two-year, $28 million deal to return to the Phillies. Of course, G.T. Real Muto returning to the Phillies recently as well. Uh, Matt, two years, $28 million. You look at the shortstop market, which was drying up quickly. D.D. was obviously a popular guy in Philadelphia in his one year. Why does the two-year deal make sense for both sides? Well, really, I mean, Gregorius was the last guy standing on this shortstop market, which had Marcus Simeon and Andrelton Simmons. And uh, I mean, it makes sense for D.D. Gregorius because he had a lot of leverage here. Uh, The Phillies needed a shortstop. Cincinnati Reds needed a shortstop. Those other teams are kind of poking around on Gregorius, from what I understand, to possibly play third base or second base. Uh, So he had some interest and, and really he had leverage because he was that last guy standing and uh, the Phillies made it quite clear early on that they they were interested in bringing Gregorius back. Uh, they liked what he did for them on the field, especially at the plate and also in the clubhouse. You know, he's a guy who is really regarded as one of the better teammates there is in, in the sport. He has this instant respect. He can communicate with just about anyone in the clubhouse because he speaks a bunch of different languages. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, on the Phillies end, they, they really they picked familiarity here because they know what they're getting from Gregorius. Would they have liked to do a one-year deal for their shortstop? Yeah, uh, I think they really wanted to do a one-year deal. But in the end, uh, they were they were pushed into doing the two-year deal. And I think, you know, when you look at the prices for Simeon and Simmons, uh, the fact that Gregorius was the guy who got the two-year deal makes sense. Uh, I think he's the guy who was probably the best all-around player in that group. Simeon probably has the bigger upside. Simmons, the better defender. But Gregorius is the most consistent guy there and you know it remains to be seen whether he's playing shortstop for them in 2022 you know we'll get there when we get there but it's possible that he's not Uh, I mean I think that's why they wanted to look at a one-year deal here I mentioned Real Muto and basically they've put the band back together but in 2019 and 2020 the problem with that band is they weren't super competitive right I think 500 two years ago 2020 in a lot of ways you can throw out the record but it was a 28 and 32 record so what makes this franchise this organization think that 2021 can be any different it's a great question Tim and I think the short answer is they didn't really have many other paths to take here yeah. you know they, they've already put a lot of chips in this direction and they, they almost had to double down and you know credit to the ownership for spending I think that is the first thing that we need to talk about I mean I know uh, they could spend more they also didn't have to lay off the people that they laid off uh, employees earlier this season uh, but the Phillies this week now spent 143 and a half million on both Real Muto and Gregorius, and that is more in one week than 28 other teams have spent this entire offseason. Uh, so the Phillies once again have spent, and that's three offseasons in a row now where ownership has spent considerable dollars in the free agent market on this roster. And because they've been doing spending the last few years and they haven't been drafting and developing well, their, their path really toward being a contender in 2021 was to spend more again. And it, it, they didn't get here in the most direct way because for much of the offseason, there was some hemming and hawing about, you know, will the Phillies spend? How much will they spend? What's going on? And there were real concerns in the front office about what ownership would do and where this thing was going. Uh, but in the end, here we are. They spent more money. Their payroll will be close to $200 million again. 
uh, when you account, you know, when you measure it for the the competitive balance tax. So they're they're hoping on a better bullpen, which I think is is a pretty. Uh, I think it's fair to say their bullpen will not be historically bad again in 2021. <laughs> will it be a good bullpen in 2021? That remains to be seen. I don't think it'll be historically bad. I think, and and I just finished writing about this uh, for our site. I think the bigger issue for me is less the bullpen and more, do they have enough starting depth to get through 162? Uh, and is the defense better? And, and the defense was a huge issue for them last year. It kind of flew under the radar because everyone focused on the bullpen, but their infield and outfield defense was not good. It was, I think, one of the worst in the game. And it definitely hurt them, especially when they didn't have the, the highest caliber of pitchers. It was kind of like a one-two punch. Like you had some some guys who shouldn't have been pitching innings that they were pitching, and then you had a really bad defense behind those pitchers. The defense is not better. If anything, you could argue it's worse because these guys are all a year older now. So I think that's a huge factor going into 2021. They have to find a way to pitch better and to field better. And those are big questions, but they had to run it back. And, and, and that is what they did. And here we are. And, and they're not going to be picked to finish first in the NL East, but they're not going to be picked to finish last. So, I mean, they're right there. And we'll see how it breaks, you know, in the first few months of the season. It's a division that will probably be deep again. Uh, you mentioned the bullpen. Are there pieces out there they could still get to help out in that regard? Yeah, I think there are. I think the question is going to be how many more do they add on guaranteed big league deals? It might be one or two more guys they try to sign on like a, you know, two million, three million dollar kind of deal. Right now, the deepest pool in the free agent market is right-handed relief. There are a lot of guys out there. I mean, not, not even just guys you know, who you'd want to be pitching maybe in the later innings, but but middle relievers, guys who can help this team, guys who can help a lot of teams. And some of those guys are, are not going to get guaranteed deals where in, in, in different off seasons, they would have gotten guaranteed deals. So there are quite a few righty relievers out there. And I suspect the Phillies will be adding some of those guys, whether it's on a guaranteed deal or a minor league deal, they will be adding some more veteran types to come to spring training and compete for a bullpen job. All right. Thank you for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics' new headline section for much more on this story. To get access to all of the Athletics' great sports content, visit theathletic.com slash headline pod. You can join The Athletic today for just $3.99 per month. Breaking news from The Athletic.